ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Sales is Easy channel, a place where we simplify and demystify the sales process and help you with learning the formula to overcome setbacks and make sales easy. Today's topic is all about how to connect with your clients instantly. I'm your host, Alan Meyer, sales expert with over 29 years of sales experience and I firmly believe when done by a skilled professional, sales is easy. Now let's start with today's podcast. What is rapport anyway? When you use it in English, it implies harmony, a feeling of shared understanding and of being at one. And it's the most important process in any interaction, especially in sales. Without rapport, two people will simply not trust each other and probably they will not even hear each other correctly. Now, I know we all have created rapport many, many times when we are with an old friend or when we meet someone and it feels like we know them all our lives. I hope it happened in your life. It happened to me. I met somebody and in two minutes we just clicked. This is uh, the reason why I have this podcast, because people tend to think it just happens. It will happen to me. It will happen to me on the next meeting with my new prospect. But guess what? It's not going to happen. We have to work on it. We have to work on creating and establishing rapport consciously. Remember, rapport is a process. It's not a thing. It's something what we do with another person, with our prospect, with our client. And there are things that we all can do to start working on establishing rapport. Rapport is also responsiveness. You don't have to like the other person. That's a big mistake that many salespeople Uh, who base the selling on their personality. They try to be liked by the customers in hope they will buy because they like them. But actually to have a rapport, it means that you have response from other side and they don't need to like you. Let me explain this. The non-verbal aspects of communication that we know as a paralanguage, your voice, your tone, your body language, they all send out information about your relationship with the other side, with your listener, with your customer. And this forms the context in which the context of the words is understood. This gives you the frame. For example, if I say that was really good, it conveys the opposite meaning if I use different tone. If I use the sarcastic voice tone, oh, that was really good. And my body language is dismissive. So if you don't have rapport, you will never get your outcome. And in sales, what's our outcome? We want to sell. So this is really crucial in sales. If you don't have rapport, you will never get your outcome. In any conversation, neither of you will get anywhere until you have established rapport. So I witnessed many salespeople, they try to sell to their customers without having rapport. They just try to wing it. They start talking about features and benefits. Oh, uh, on a side note, there is a, a fa- uh, there is a podcast on features and benefits. Please don't miss that one. 
and they focus on presenting their solution, presenting the fact, the product, they talk about features and benefits, and they're actually not paying much attention to the gestures, to the body language, to reactions from their prospects. Now, here is what we should start doing. We should start working on creating this synchrony element of rapport deliberately through a process called matching, where we physically match the body language of the other person. But there are two main groups of rapport. There is a physical and there is a verbal rapport. What is physical? Physical is when you match or mirror your clients. And mirroring means in this case, as the name suggests, matching someone as if you were their mirror image. Thing that things that we can match are the body posture, breathing, voice tone, movement rhythms, and representational systems. I'll explain representational systems in the next uh, podcast. But in order to have a rapport with your customer, with your client, it's essential to respect their model of the world. What I mean by that, it's you have to meet people where they are to be able to take them where you actually want to take them. Allow me to explain this. I'm a big sales introvert. I even actually wrote a book in 2013 about uh, sales introverts, how they're lost and they're minimized in American business uh, culture. But saying that as an introvert, if you try to sell something to me, you have to respect my introvert approach to things. I don't have time for chit chat with strangers. I'm not opening up to salespeople simply because they have a great personality. I'm more focused on why you're here. Let's focus on the topic at hand and that's it. No chit chat, no small talk. Really, you know, allow me to process your information, what you are selling in my own way. But many salespeople, especially extroverts, they don't understand that. They think they can just walk and glide in my office and see things on the wall and start a conversation uh, about things that I have in my office. That's not the case. I don't want to talk about that, right? Why are you here? So it's a different starting point, different approach. And to build rapport with people like me, you have to respect my model of the world. You have to respect that and build around that. So where we start, when we try to build rapport, doesn't matter, introverts, extroverts, whatever label you put on people, you need to start pacing people. And then when you pace them long enough, then we start leading them. You can do this with the physical rapport. You can do it with matching and mirroring process. The thing is, you have to pace clients and find out where they are currently. What is their model of the world? When you try to influence someone, there is a great value in meeting them at their map of the world. Like I said, introverts, extroverts, for example, or towards, away from. There are many different, different ways how you can understand people better. But we have to understand this before we start the process of leading them, leading them somewhere new, leading them out of their comfort zone, for example. Second part is verbal pacing. This is where we try to pace people's tone, their speed, their pitch. And this is really important when you speak with your prospects over the phone or Zoom calls or WebEx calls. Cold calling works only if you pay attention to your audience and pace them. If you don't do that, then you will probably complain about how cold calling sucks, it's not working, nobody wants to speak with me, they hang up on me. Well, maybe it's you, right? And this is working on your sensory sharpness here, to be sharp enough to understand that when you talk with people, you try to see, to hear, even feel their senses, how they talk, how they think, and then try to match it. So let me get back to uh, uh, phone conversations. In terms of voice, 
you should start working on understanding the speed how people talk. It's different if you speak with somebody from New York, for example, they talk in New York minute, fast and, and fidgety even. And if you call from other cultures, you speak slowly and gently and you try to be nice, they will not hear you because you are not meeting them in their map of the world. Volume, same thing. If you have somebody like my Texan customer who's always yelling almost when he's talking, if I speak gently and nicely, he will never hear me because he he feels like I'm on a totally different planet. So we can match your customer's tempo, volume, pitch, quality of the voice, and even the words and types of words that people are using. But if they speak like a digital robot, well, you should speak a little more like them. If they have a nice flow in long sentences, then you speak in longer sentences. Get out of your comfort zone. Do it differently. Try to match where people are. If they answer with short answers, ask questions in short sentences, then do the same. Don't drag the story along. They don't have time for that. But the thing is, we do this verbal pacing simply to create rapport with our clients so they will open up finally when you talk they will open up their ears yes it works even over the phone and it's working to open up their ears to really listen to what you are saying you need to work on that simply because if they don't open their ears they will not open their wallets the worst mistake that you can actually do is simply calling someone and just diving into your script without noticing anything about the other side. If you don't pay attention and if you just simply read your script or always use the same words, same intonation, same monotone voice, you will always get the same results. Sounds familiar? Albert Einstein said, and that's actually perfect for salespeople. That's the definition of insanity. Always doing the same thing, expecting different results. Guess what? We need to change. And many salespeople are doing that they're simply winging it and doing it always the same way. And guess what? They're not successful. They complain that customers are bad or market or market situation. Everything is not working as it was before. No, it's not about that. It's always about us. But good thing is, if you listen to this podcast and if you want to be a successful salesperson, you better learn about how to properly use verbal rapport, verbal pacing, and also physical matching and mirroring. And then once you learn about it, test it, try it. Try with your clients to see what works, what not. You will not know until you try it. And you know that, right? So to summarize, rapport is the most important ingredient in any successful business relationship. Without rapport, you will not go to the next stage. You will not have the opportunity to present. You will not have opportunity to handle objections or to close a deal. Many times your clients without rapport will often feel annoyed, maybe even pressured mistrusted and not listened to or simply put off. They'll feel like whatever I say, somebody's ignoring my input, right? If you quickly build rapport with anyone and establish a positive ongoing business relationship, you're earning the right to go to the next step. You will bypass the first and biggest obstacle faced by most salespeople. By matching the speed and tone of voice and the language structure, which we'll cover in a future podcast, and also the body language used by a client. I mean, if you have phone conversation with somebody, you don't see much, right? <laughs> because there is no visual element of it. But still, you can work on verbal pacing. And then when you do that, you start building rapport. And it's easy to maintain it. You know when you connect with somebody. And then it's up to you to maintain it through all the stages of your sales process. Rapport allows you the development of trusting, ongoing, and 
you heard this before, win-win relationships. So one way to think about rapport is this is what's necessary to get you to the next stage, to the next step. What I'm trying to say here is that having great rapport is not enough. It can be sufficient, but not generally. That's your first step. You want to connect with your clients. You want to connect with them instantly, as soon as possible, for them to be able to trust you, to start talking while you are there. Then we work on our presentation, and then we take them where we want to take them. Without rapport, without this first crucial step, you will not be able to do it. You will not be able to uncover their real needs. You will not be able to uncover their hot buttons or find out about their buying criteria. What are their values, their beliefs? Get in the habit of working on developing rapport all the time. There's rarely a time when this is not helpful or useful. Train yourself to do it in every interaction with your customers, with your colleagues, with your friends, with your family. It doesn't matter. Is it over the phone? Is it on WebEx or Zoom or in a face-to-face meeting? Then once you do that, then and only then you are allowed, you have permission to go into the next step. And when you follow these steps, what I just gave you, then you will start thinking, how can I approach my customers differently? How can I truly connect with them? That should be your starting question. Then you will start working on creating long-term relationship based on trust and understanding. And ultimately, of course, it leads up to improving your sales performance, increasing your sales effectiveness. And if you really want to crush your sales quota this year, then work on this. Work on this journey. Start with this. Start with understanding how people communicate, how to build rapport with people who are different than you are, and then you will be able to reach the success, self-success you really deserve. And that's all what is important and necessary to be successful when selling. Thank you for listening. I hope uh, you got some good input on this podcast. And guess what? If you have any questions or, or comments regarding this podcast, please send me a message reach out to me via LinkedIn as well. I'll be more than happy to answer any questions you may have. And if you really want to crash your sales quota this year, I put together something just for you. So check out the resources and learn more about a specific training on this topic. If you have any questions, please let me know. This is Alan Meyer for Sales is Easy podcast and thank you for listening. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, and the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for The, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Electric acid.